0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Random and Wonderful podcast. I'm your host, Grace Simmons, and I'm the founder of the Amethyst Flavahud LLC, where I am a mindset coach. My goal each episode is to support your journey to become a more grounded and emotionally balanced person. This is our second episode of the interview series on advocacy, and today I'll be talking to Charmaine Fuller of The Charmed Life. Charmaine's work, guides neurodiverse moms to create freedom and flow in their life by getting all those pieces put together in an organized fashion she also has some great tips on how to add ease and delegate things out so stay tuned she has some amazing tips even if you're not a mom i was taking notes
1: What's up? I am Charmaine Fuller. I am life strategist with The Charmed Life. I'm a mom of two, a wife of one for over 20 years, and we still like each other. My, what I do is I work with professional moms that have ADHD, and I help them to create more freedom and flow by giving them more time back in their day. So Mm. that's what I love to do. And I found my way here.
0: (laughs) Excellent. So we're going to dive a little bit more into your process, but first we're going to start with a nice little opening question. What's your morning routine?
1: Most mornings Mm -hmm. I get up, I work out, um, and that could be anywhere from five minutes to 20 minutes. I normally go into like my prayer closet and I meditate and I do some journaling and I listen to some good mindset stuff and excuse me, I get really clear on what's going on in my day. That's Mm -hmm. a great morning. If it's a fast morning, it is me getting up, brushing my teeth, doing a quick five minute like silence meditation and then going about my day. I always try to get that in. Some mornings I sleep in and I miss all of it and I just have Mm -hmm. to get up and go. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But, you know, I give myself the grace to not expect for every morning to look perfect.
0: Yeah. I like that. Even if it's five minutes, I definitely think that five minute meditation is great. Yes. just Bring you back. Okay, good. So let's get into it. Please tell me the story of the charm life.
1: So the charm life initially started as Fuller Potentials Coaching.
0: Okay.
1: I, about five, six years ago, I started working with moms that had kids with special needs that needed help with navigating the IEP process, navigating just being the parent to a special needs child and Mm -hmm. all of the multiple pieces that go on with that and really helping them to be of service to their child. Right. What I discovered was is that that wasn't necessarily the struggle that the struggle was, was that mom is overwhelmed and that just more information on how to help her child wasn't necessarily helping mom. Right. And so I pivoted to working primarily with moms just recently. Okay. Um, but the Charmed Life is all about you living a life that is designed by you. And I also noticed that a majority of my moms are also neurodiverse. Mm-hmm. And so helping them to create systems and routines that work with their brain and moving away from the cookie cutter piece of life, because mm-hmm. none of us are the same. And oftentimes when we get into these systems and things, we think we have to do it exactly like the person that created the system. And it leaves us feeling more stressed and overwhelmed. And so the Charmed Life is really about creating a life full of freedom and joy, one that you've created and not one that you think you should be creating.
0: Yeah, I I love that. I also want to make a note of, how I love that your name can be used in any way to create the name of your business. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the charmed life. The I was like, okay, I like it. <laughs> so like, what was that specific moment where you realized you needed to advocate for mothers like you, you said you noticed that it wasn't necessarily the process of trying to provide for the children. It's like actually finding that time.
1: When I was teaching them, excuse me, or when I was working with them, it, this conversation would always shift Mm. to, it really wasn't about their child. It was the fact about them being so overwhelmed and so inundated with so much external stimuli and information themselves, that this is why that this part of their area, this area of their life was not Thriving as it should. And so that's when I really started to switch to just, we started like, let's look at all your life areas. It was like kind of this organic thing where first we're starting, like, okay, let's look at all your life areas. And so it shifted into me helping them become aware because, you know, awareness is the first step. And so often when we're in the middle of something, the fire is burning. In the living room and you think the living room is the problem, but the problem is that there was a candle that started burning in the dining room Mm -hmm. and, you know, it caught fire to something you had on the table. And that's the like you you need to go fight that first so the one in the living room can stop burning. And oftentimes when we're in the middle of something, we can't see the dining room. Because the living room is, and that's what they thought, like, you know, when you have a special needs child, sometimes that's the fire that's burning Mm -hmm. as you're trying to navigate all these pieces, when really that's just like an extra piece of kindling that got thrown onto your fire. Mm -hmm. The real fire started because the systems that you have set up for your life are no longer in alignment with how your life is operating now. But the only way to see that is to look at all of the areas of your life to see what's going on. And so that's what we started doing is we started pulling apart, like what's going on right now. Was this how you want it to look? Okay. Well, this is not how you want it to look. How do you want it to look and feel? And so that's how the, that's how my, my offering, that's how I served began to change because it's like the kid is not the problem. It's definitely an issue and a challenge, but the real issue is that the reason why they're seeing so much strife and struggle in the area of maintaining their special needs child is because they're not getting enough sleep or, Mm, you know, they have other, you know, issues that are causing this issue to be even more exasperated. So
0: what's an example of like uh, a system that can be put in place for someone who they feel like the entire house is on fire? How do you get them to like focus at one area? How do you get them to determine the beginning of what that fire
1: is? So when we when we go through, so I have a process, clarify, simplify, organize, right? You clarify what's going on in this particular life area. Mm -hmm. You go, okay, is this what I'm looking for? Okay. If it's not, then what am I looking for? And then you begin to simplify it. So this is where a lot of moms want to start off at the organized space where it's like, I've got my calendar and I think I'm going to plug in this between nine. You know, a lot of moms would come to me and go, well, I'm already organized. Like, I, you know, right. like, or I just need to get organized. Like, I don't need to clarify anything. I know what I need to do. I know the ish that's like, I just, I just need to organize it all in this perfect little space. And so it's like, no pumpkin, no, that's not it. Mm. And so getting them to clarify what's going on in all of their life areas. Simplifying it. What's yours? What's not yours? What can you stop doing? What can you give away? You know, I know for a lot of moms, we find out that there's a lot of things that we can give away. Moms overfunction a lot because when they're babies, you have to overfunction. You have Mm -hmm. to be able to anticipate their needs. You have to be able to jump in because they can't yet verbalize or communicate for themselves their actual needs. But what we as moms do is it carries over. So Mm -hmm. like they're five years old and you're still making their plate. They're 13 and you're still doing their laundry. They're 16 and you're still making all the meals and doing all of the housework, even though they're like fully capable to do it. And it's not because you're a bad mom. It's just that when you start off a relationship and you are that person's everything, Mm -hmm. the transitioning of it feels like you're now a bad mom. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. helping them to see where they can begin to simplify their life, not their family's life, but where they can begin to simplify their life. And then once you've taken off all the ish that doesn't belong to you or that you can give to somebody else, now you can begin to plan your day because probably 80% of the stuff that you had on there wasn't yours to begin with. So now when you begin to plan a day that are around your highest values, it really feels good. It doesn't feel like a whole list of, I got to do this for the kids. I got to do that for the kids. I got to do this for my husband. I have to do it. It doesn't feel like that anymore. Now it feels like you're actually in control Mm -hmm. of the day you get to plan because the things more of the things that are on your schedule are actually things that belong to you or that are in support of the whole and not carrying the whole team
0: oh wow okay (laughs) i'm like i'm not a mom but like that honestly is like a revelation of how important it is not necessarily put yourself first but you plan for yourself and I like yeah that. you're worried about what what is for you and then you can And it's
1: not an family. overnight process. Right. It's not three easy steps. It's a continuous work and pro- process progress journey and I really want women to hear that. Like I mm-hmm. think there's so much emphasis put on the end of something but not necessarily on the journey of something and the steps that you take. You know, when I work with women in their life areas, they like, "Okay, I said, well, where do you want this life area to go in like 90 days? And they're like, okay, I want it to go from like a five to a 10. All right, look, (laughs) if you had no kids, no husband, no other responsibilities, and the only thing you had to focus on was this particular life area, you probably could do that in 90 days. (laughs) But realistically, let's look at your life from the season that you are in now. If you have little kids, it might take you years to get to that. And- you have to learn how to be okay with things taking a little bit especially when you have kids or even i'm a woman of a certain age parents are starting to age i have a lot of friends who are now caring for their parents i somewhat care for my you know so it's this where's your energy at and what season mm-hmm. of your life are you in and knowing how to create goals that won't leave you feeling like you've effed up every single time because you're setting goals
0: that are not in alignment with where you are. Alignment is so important, especially when it comes to work, family, but also just knowing what exactly it is that you're going after to be able to say, okay, yes, I feel this peace within myself because I am aligned.
1: And you have to have the clarity and awareness to even know. Yeah, that you are out of alignment. And that's the step everybody wants to skip. They don't want to see if they're clear. They just want to go for alignment. What are you aligning to?
0: Because it's so difficult.
1: (laughs) It's not as shiny. Clarity is not shiny because clarity takes time away. And your brain is like, you need to be in action. You need to be in action. You need to be doing Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And there's a saying, you have to slow down in order to speed up. And that feels so counterintuitive in this society of hustle and grind Because it's like, if I'm slowing down, then I'm lazy. If I'm slowing down, then I'm not in action. When actually slowing down helps you to take more focused action. So you can get to those goals quicker or with more ease.
0: What is your, what's like a method that you can share um, a way of like keeping yourself grounded or bringing yourself back to that? Okay, I may be getting caught up in this, this hustle. How do I come (laughs) back to finding that ease?
1: tracking. Mm. We avoid that too. We like to make planners. And I'm saying we, because I am a part of that. We, because it it's like, that's another slowdown piece. I have to now slow down at the end of my week, take a look at the things that were on my schedule. Did they align to what I say I wanted to complete this week or this month or whatever? And where do I need to pivot? Right? Mm. Normally we all do it December 30th oh my gosh, did this year align? And by that point, there is no point for you to pivot. Right. It's just the end of the year. And this is something that I don't do religiously yet, but I know that because there's some weeks where I'm on and some weeks where I'm off, but I know that the weeks that I do it, I know exactly where to pivot. Mm-hmm. I know exactly, like I appreciate myself more because I'm going back to see the work that I've accomplished And it keeps me accountable to myself and what I said I was going to do. Like if you choose not to work with someone, the best way is to set up a a date for yourself once a week to go over all of the tasks that you've completed in the prior during that prior week and um, see how that's, you know, see how that fits into what you say you wanted to do a wonderful app for this is, an app by Brendan Bouchard and it's called Growth Day.
0: Okay. For
1: the basics, it's 35 bucks a year. Apple, and he I know he has it on Google and Apple. Um, excuse me, but he has trackers. Daily, weekly, monthly. And it's really telling. Like when I do those, because I have the planner, because sometimes I like to write it out mm-hmm. and I also have the app. But when I do that, it forces me to go, what great happened in my week this week? What um, what do I need to work on? What worked? What didn't work? Uh, how was my energy this week? How was my productivity this week? Uh, was I authentic? And did I share of who I am with the people that I lo- like? You know, these are mm-hmm. questions that help move the needle to whether or not you keep Netflixing and chilling. Or if you go (laughs) and, you know, either work on your yard or build your business or take that extra test so you can get that promotion at work, like, but yeah, and the app is great. It has reminders that shoot to your phone. Like, Hey, it's time for you to do, it's the weekly thing to do that with. And again, it's not, I'm not perfect with it. It's a journey. It's a total journey. And I'm learning how not to beat myself up in that process. Mm -hmm. Because I'm also neurodiverse. So I'm like, my nature is black and white, either I'm doing it all right, or I'm doing it all wrong. And so being able to flip my own thinking to go, it's not always either or. Sometimes there's, there's areas and just learning how to listen to my intuition and what I'm being guided to do as well.
0: What is your take on, so if someone says, I really wish I was motivated to do something. I have this thing about like motivation versus like (laughs) being confident to do something. Um, And I find that most people would say that they would rather, you know, they want to be motivated. They want to be motivated to to do this task or go after this job or whatnot. What do you think it is that they're they're actually missing?
1: Most of the times it's action. Like you said, most of the Mm -hmm. times it's action. I haven't done a thing so, I'm not confident in it, and I'm afraid if I go after it, I'm going to mess it up. Because motivation ironically comes from action, right? Like you get into it, and sometimes you're not going to be externally motivated by doing a thing, right? Like, I am not motivated to clean my bathroom. I, in no way, shape, or form am I motivated to clean my bathroom. I'm not motivated even to go to my job every morning. Mm-hmm. However, I love having a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I love family vacations. Right. And right. I love not putting the pressure on my business to perform as I'm building it. Right. And if the trade-off is to go in from nine to three and look at people's books, I think that's a good trade-off, Right.
0: Right.
1: So, you know, I'm not motivated to go, but normally when I take action, I go in, I'm like, I know what I'm doing is good. And even in my business, some of the things like social media or, you know, going on a live stream or something like that. I found that a lot of my pull was because I'd never done it. And, you know, you don't want to sound stupid or you don't want to look weird. And the fact is everybody's weird. And the fact is with social media ain't nobody paying attention to you the first time you posted. most of the time. No way. So no. you can like, like when your audience is small it's that's the best time to make missteps and do things that are like off because you, you have the freedom of being able to do that. Yeah. So that's what I would say. I, motivation is not something you get. It's something you generate. It's almost like energy when women go, I don't have the energy to do certain things. First of all, energy is motive. Energy is generated. It's not something that just comes on you. And then in the case of energy, a lot of the times you are giving that energy that you have to something that is not even a part of what you need to be doing. So of course you don't have the energy to do what you really would like to do because it's over there somewhere. And sometimes you don't have the energy because you're doing something you don't need to be doing like mm-hmm. get Kroger click uh have Instacart deliver your stuff. Like stop going into the grocery oh store. Goodness. I want to tell yes. all women, stop mm-hmm. going into the grocery store unless you have to, there are grocery delivery services. Yes. There is Instacart. There is shipped. There is Amazon. Like there are so many, there, the energy it takes to go into a grocery mm-hmm. store mm-hmm. is insane. And they take all methods of payment now at most of these places. So whether or not you are using a EBT card or you're using your debit card, they now take them all, and you can get that stuff delivered. No,
0: <laughs> I am a hundred percent a supporter of food delivery. Um, I did that because I didn't want to overspend. Or yeah, it's like great for not overspending. Walking up and down. mile. Yep. and. But like, once I ordered, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing other things or maybe I'm not, but it's much easier to just be like, okay, fantastic. I'm not worried about going to the store and going up and down and getting all tired. Like, it's-
1: I don't go on target either. I cannot. um, Cause that's easily, if I go in, that's easily a hundred dollars. No, if, ands or buts. And 90% of my cart is the ish. I didn't mean to go in there and get.
0: Not at all. Not, not one <laughs> Not one thing. Yep. Why? Why did this happen? When I order
1: it to be either delivered or um, even just the drive through, you know, where they come and they throw the Mm -hmm. bags in your car, I get what I need and I move because I'm very, like, you're very specific when you're Mm -hmm. shopping on your app or on the website. You don't see, oh, that new t-shirt. You don't see, oh my gosh, they got cookies on sale. Like... (laughs)
0: Yeah, no. It that's that's been one of the best things. Um, unfortunately, that we had a pandemic, but that's been one of the best things that I've. Like, oh God, that's yeah. That changed was, during the. That pandemic. was the
1: best thing that came out the yeah. pandemic was. You mean I don't have to go anymore? What? It can be delivered.
0: <laughs> yeah. That should be understanding, yes, indeed. So it's funny. Yeah. I was gonna ask you what your like one thing, um, for for That's it. <laughs>
1: That's it. Stop going to them stores. You know, especially if you have younger kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wish my oldest daughter is twenty two. I wish I could have done that when she was like three and in like total meltdown phase, like before we got her diagnosed. Mm-hmm. I wish because there have been so many instances where I'm not the mom that would make my kids try to toughen out a grocery store experience or a store experience. I'll leave a cart in the middle of the store in a minute if my child is having a rough time and then I would leave. And there, it, it, that was just what we had to do, you know, because that was just not the environment for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, ladies, so y'all get how easy y'all have it to have it delivered to your home and not have to drag your kids out. What?
0: <laughs> right.
1: And they even have services like, um, for a minute, my youngest son is 12. We were doing stitch fix, mm-hmm. which I think is great for younger kids. Um, because they send you a box of clothes every other month and cute little styles. Um, and it was price comparable to me going to like target or something. Okay. Um, to get him things target or coals, more like Kohl's pricing, where it's not too high, but it's you not, you know, it's not like Burlington Colt Factory mm-hmm. prices, mm-hmm. but it's good quality, off the name brand things. And he didn't like going to the store. So what do I look like trying to drag a six year old to the store right. to try on stuff when like it could be delivered, right? When it could be delivered, he can try it on at home. You could they have put it back in the thing, whatever he didn't want, they replace it. And
0: those things. So, <laughs> let me just say, that's really neat. Cause I didn't realize it was like a kid version of stitches. Yes. Tricks. I thought it was amazing for adults. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Yep.
1: So delegate and outsource as much mm-hmm. as you can, like get it off your back, whatever you and cooking, Blue Apron, Hello Fresh, Mm -hmm. Purple Mm -hmm. Carrot, although they're not prepping it for you, if you don't have to have the decision fatigue of figuring out what's for dinner, then it frees you up to do other things. It frees you up to actually sit down and watch a show. Um, The boxes get delivered. It's fabulous. Now, those are a little bit more than the grocery store, but what you're paying for is not having to think about what to make. Right. And for those of us that are neurodiverse, sometimes we can get stuck in, um, well, what to make or menu planning or meal prepping. Um, another good meal prepping or meal planning service is emails. So if you don't want to go get the box, emails creates these menus for you. Every week, they create these menus for you. You click what you want, they add it directly to your Kroger cart or if you use Walmart and so you can that way like for a while I did that and where it was the menus I added everything from the menu and I was able to add my other groceries on there and it was just like boom 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 it was super simple for me to be able to take that off my list of things to do and getting the kids involved in choosing that type of stuff as well
0: that's pretty neat emails okay
1: emails yep
0: wrapping this up I do have one more little fun question for you what is your ideal vacation? Anything in the snow. <laughs> in the snow.
1: In yes. the snow. I am a snow bunny. I love winter. I love wearing all the cute things. I love bundling up. Oh I lo- yeah, I love winter. I winter is my it's it's my everything. I love, 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 love winter. And I'm out, I'm out more in the winter mm-hmm. than I am in the summer because we go snowboarding. We like do all different types of activities. Um, Because, I mean, there's nothing like, like there's, I'm a woman of a certain age and with a certain body type and just how I feel about showing as much of my body as possible. There's only so naked I can get in the summertime <laughs> so without without being arrested (laughs) in the winter i can bundle up i can look like a little yarn ball Uh i get to knit and i get to do like it just feels winter feels just so cozy to me whereas summer feels like fast and Mm. like there's really no space to breathe so yeah okay
0: I, I love the winter too. Like yeah. fall into winter, <laughs> that's my happy space. So when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone else was like, we love the spring. We love the summer. I sweat too much.
1: I, I don't cannot. like the spring because as you see me scratching my nose, allergy season. Like like it would be good if things didn't have to pollinate. Like I, yeah. I, would, be good. <laughs> I would be good. But stuff is pollinating and... <laughs> like I go outside briefly and then I'm just itching all over the place. It's like, this is not fun. Why do y'all think this is fun? This this is not fun at all. (laughs) And then in the summer, like you said, the sweating, if you have, if you're top heavy, summer is not fun at all because it's wet in places.
0: Oh. (laughs) Okay. Before we go, um, please share how our listeners can find you and just get some more information on you and your business.
1: So I hang out primarily on LinkedIn, but I'm also on Facebook at Charmed with Char. So if you type in Charmed with Char, because that's like the ending of my handle, you should be able to find me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm also um, my website is the Charm, my website is thecharmedlife.me. And that'll have what I've got coming up. It'll have like all types of goodies and stuff on there. You'll be able to kind of link through to all of those other places. So going to the charmslife.me will get you to my socials. It'll get you to my podcast. It'll get you to my YouTube. It'll take you anywhere you want to (laughs) go.
0: Perfect. (laughs) Jermaine, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Grace, for having me. This has been fun.
0: Okay. Wasn't that great? I promised she'd have great tips. So here are a few takeaways from our chat, just in case you were feverishly writing those down. Create a routine that focuses on your needs first. Get clarity on your path. Track your progress, AKA accountability. Delegate and outsource as much as you can. So remember she mentioned online grocery shopping, Stitch Fix for kids, and meal prep subscriptions like emails. The resource mentioned is the growth app or growth day app, and I will put that in the show notes as well so you can check it out. Advocacy begins with taking care of yourself. So in the show notes, I have a link for your self-care checklist that you can download and get started today. Create a plan that works for you and that situates you to be the best version of yourself. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed making it. Again, my name is Grace Simmons, and this is the Random and Wonderful Podcast. Remember to subscribe so that you are ready for the next episode. We've got some great things coming, and I'm excited for you to be a part of it. Have a wonderful week. Take care, and I will talk.